0: All in, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into
1: Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
0: What's up, everybody? This is Golden Spaces Pod and Odyssey Original Podcast. We are here <laughs> <laughs> after a disappointing late game loss. Um, I got Karima with me, I got Charlie with me. Um, tough one. one eventful night very eventful night
2: okay (laughs) that (laughs) is true
0: yeah what do you guys like first impressions of just what happened from start (laughs) to finish
2: (laughs) all right look let let me let me set the scene i'm totally kidding with that but i i got hype just at the start i was like okay all right they are ready to go Clay, yeah, he misses that first three, but it's like, it's all right. It's all right. Get it back. He's ready to go. Who knew literally like right after that, there was going to be a fight. Well, (laughs) uh, you know, a scuffle, Mm -hmm. but it was pretty dramatic. And I'm saying McDaniels was the one who started it. Oh, of course. Well, he escalated it because just with Clay touching his jersey, just trying to, you know, box out or whatever. But then you see him trying to move his hand to start running. McDaniels held on to the wrist and everything and just, just kept going with it. So, and the ejections just horrendous, horrendous. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I I don't really get like, that's what didn't make a whole lot of sense to me is, I mean, I think we can all agree Draymond was, way out of line like
2: we're not all agreeing there no i mean no
1: i I, like i'm hey you gotta back your teammate like you know your teammates getting held onto. you gotta step in uh probably didn't have to try to like you know choke rudy's lights out but you know rudy was doing the same to clay so if you're gonna kick draymond out then kick the other guy out who did it that Mm -hmm. didn't really make sense I don't know how that ends with Rudy at the free throw line, like of all things. Right. Um, and then on Clay and Jaden, like I'm I'm with you, Karima. Like, he's got the hand on his chest, he's boxing out. Um, could he have pulled his hand away a second earlier? Maybe, but that did not warrant like the reaction that McDaniels had. You know, he's grabbing on, he's tossing him around. Yeah. And I I gotta be honest too, I don't really get why either of them were ejected. Like
2: I thought a double T was coming.
1: Yeah. You know, like that to me kind of struck me as all right. Heat of the moment. Like you get a little chippy, tee them both up, tell them to relax. Don't change the whole game a minute into it just because of that. Like, I think at the end of the day, Draymond and Rudy both should have gotten tossed because they both took it to way too, way too far of a level. Like you can't just start choking dudes out and they both tried to. Um, but man, that was just like, and I, it's got to be, it's got to be said to, you could see Draymond jump up like, oh, I've been waiting to do this for years. Like, let me,
0: oh, <laughs> let yeah. me, let me get after this that man. He, he took that opportunity immediately.
2: Immediately. He yeah. so was
0: going to do. He just said, if, if Rudy moves a, a millimeter
2: towards yeah. this, <laughs> I'm, I'm on him. Don't don't make me like
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah my i mean my thoughts on it is like the last person who should have been ejected is clay in that situation like i mean if you want to go rudy draymond or Jaden, by all means sure whatever but clay is the absolute last person that should have been ejected that was insane to me yeah um like like you said maybe he could have taken a little bit off that that uh box out or whatever but i've Guys grab each other's jerseys all the time. It's the right, NBA. exactly. Um, Jaden got pissed at it. Um, he For took it way beyond. He took it way beyond what it was. Clay is not even that type of guy. Um, yeah, like <laughs> everyone knows it.
2: Mad, like
0: he tried why? to <laughs> choke him like a ragdoll, throw him around like a rag doll, and Clay's just sitting there defending himself, and he gets tossed. It doesn't really make sense. Is he's, he's sitting there with his jersey split in half. But mm. um, yeah, aside from that.
2: <laughs> after, after everybody's like oh, we're ready
0: we're yeah that i mean one thing i will say is that energized everybody, everybody. involved with this game the people there i'm sure were were hyped up yeah. i know i was hyped up watching the game um you know you you go into this game at this point with none of your big 3 there right no Steph no trade no play
2: <laughs> it's like oh shoot
0: and you're playing the hottest team in the nba who just came into your crib a few days ago or two days ago and beat you. And you got to try to beat them. Um, and they put up a really good fight.
2: They really they did. They had the
0: game, honestly. They had the game.
2: They really did. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Ant, was, Ant was pretty pretty tame for most of the game. Cat um, killed him the entire time. But there was no real Nas Reed value there. Um, Rudy, obviously, was great defensively protecting the rim. But... The Timberwolves struggled offensively to, to get anything going for the majority of this game. They just scrapped, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we had masterful offensive performance from Brandon Pajemski, right? Off off wow. the gym, 39 minutes, mm-hmm. giving it his all, taking charges or at least trying to, seven rebounds, five assists, one steal, plus 11, 23 points, big shot after big shot. What do you guys think of his performance?
1: He's just got, like, the, you know, the indescribable it. Like, whatever it is. Like, that last play at the end of the third quarter, you know, just, like, stealing the inbounds pass, realizing there's two seconds on the clock. All right, let me just spin to the corner and huck something up off the glass, gets it to go. Like, mm-hmm. that was crazy. And, you know, the play that I'm glad that you – brought up too was the charge like trying to take the charge because you know that was like chris paul goes he throws that backwards pass um we'll get into chris Mm -hmm. and his uh performance later i'm sure but you know he throws this backwards pass you got a 2v1 you know ant's gonna try to take it to the rim and that was just some incredible awareness by pods trying to get himself in position and make a play you know Mm -hmm. and even though he moves his feet a little bit on review. It's turned around. You still make him earn it at the line. And that's really the stuff that I love seeing from pods is just how smart he is, how quick he can make decisions on both ends of the floor. And you brought up the rebounding too. You know, we were talking about it just before, like, you just you don't even realize it. And then you look down at the box court and you're like, he got eight rebounds? Like, where'd that come from? Yeah. And that was the whole theme of his college. Like he was one of the best rebounding guards we've ever seen coming into the draft. And so to see that immediately translate because of how he just instinctively knows when to crash the glass, when to stick with his man. I he just he just fills in so many things that this team needs right now. And you know, I'm glad that even if his hand was a little forced. Steve Kerr just said, all right, this guy's got the juice tonight. He's staying out there for as long as I can keep him out there.
2: Yeah, I I just thought he played just excellent. That the energy that he brought, it was on a 1,000, and it stayed there the entire time he was out there on the court. You knew he was out there every time. He was going to be everywhere you needed him to be. He was going to try to – make an impact any way that he could and that's what he did and it was what was needed and required and no fear he goes out there Mm -hmm. he it doesn't matter you don't know that he's a rookie you would think that he was already in the league at least a few years by now he just got out there and he got down to business and said hey I knew I was going to play at some point you know, with Curry being out, but clearly with everything that happened in the first minute, oh, I'm going to play, 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 play. So, <laughs> yeah, so it, it was just awesome to see. And I, they, he may not see the G League for a good while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, He, yeah. I mean, his his IQ is re- what really sticks out the most to me. His poise, right? He you feel comfortable with the ball in his hands. You don't feel like he's going to make a bad decision or get you know some of those rookie situations where another guy just either outsmarts him or is just a little bit more f- too physical for him. He's yeah. extremely tough and he understands how to play. I mean, he took Mike Conley to the rack a few times, and Mike Conley's a a vet, right? Who knows how to yeah. play against bigger guards and all this. And he just kind of just put him on his hip and just got to his spot and did what he wanted to, um, against Mike. So really encouraging to see him do that. Gonna have to be some interesting tweaks to the rotation to see how many more minutes he can get and who they take those minutes from considering, you know, CP three and Steph essentially take all the point guard minutes. Right. So it's going to have to be on a wing or something like that. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Let's look at some other guys, right? Let's get to CP3, as a matter of fact. Because for the majority of the game, he was okay. He was hitting shots. He did hit a few big ones. He scored 15 points, which is probably the most he scored this season so far.
2: I feel like that's correct.
0: (laughs) Ant-Man hit a huge three at the end of the game, and CP3 matched it immediately. He did. And then he just decided, I'm not shooting anymore.
2: (laughs) And I'm going to just turn it over back to back. (laughs) Just for fun.
0: Uncharacteristic four turnovers from Chris Paul to four assists and um, mm-hmm. countless passed up shots that were easy shots for anybody. Like layups, mid range pull ups for him is an easy shot. And I think he won. He might have had like two or three turnovers just in the fourth quarter alone.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
0: <laughs> he's got to shoot. I mean, especially with Steph out, especially with Clay out. When you get into these certain situations, like even with those guys playing, if you get an open mid-range, you have to shoot it because you have to be a threat. And that is something that he's weaponized for so long in his career. If he doesn't take that shot, then the Warriors aren't getting what they expect to get from Chris Paul. And that changes the dynamic of the team.
1: Yeah, and, you know, especially on a night like this, because, you know, that's I think what's so frustrating is you're seeing it all throughout the game he was hunting shots in the mid-range he took you know he was still taking some layups they didn't really go down but he had chances that were there and you know it feels weird to say that a guy who's in his 19th season one of the smartest players we've ever seen always generally so calm and methodical like you know that play later that play late in the game where he drives he gets a clean look at a layup and just kicks out it's almost Mm -hmm. like he didn't expect to get there and he just instinctively thought okay the help's gonna come I'm gonna have to kick out and the defense is rotate is in rotation but he had them cleanly beat like he was there the shot was there and then he just kicks back out and it's just it's just frustrating stuff and you know especially the yeah I hate to say it like the lack of awareness when you got a night where Steph's gone where Clay's gone even with Pajemski playing the way he's playing like you gotta go out there and be the guy you know you are the guy now and sure you didn't expect it you know like Steph was scratched only a few hours before the game Clay obviously going out right in the first couple of minutes like Mm -hmm. it takes a bit to readjust but you know, he, he was the one that they needed to have the ball in his hands to make the right plays and down the stretch, it just killed them because he he just couldn't make the right decisions.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what it came down to. I mean, okay, we knew that Curry was going to be out. All right, you had time to finally get it in your head that you're going to be the guy throughout this entire game because it took you to the fourth quarter at the very end for you to get tight and decide you don't know how to think anymore. (laughs) And, and And I'm starting to feel like, okay, he's been to all these other teams, I guess because those lights weren't as bright, so he felt comfortable. But he comes to the Warriors. Dude, here you go. This is big time now. (laughs) Dare I say, the lights are just a bit too bright for Hmm. CP3. I mean, this is not the first time that as it got late in the game, he just started just looking like a different person. That we didn't know who we would go up against, who always would be hitting that elbow jumper, who would always do some trickery and foul bait. But now he's on our team. And this is not the first time that now he's playing scared. What? (laughs) How does this happen? How does he snap out of it, Justin? That's
0: a good question.
2: Because we're going to need him.
0: Yeah, we have multiple guys that need to snap happening. out of some stuff we got multiple guys that need to snap out of whatever funk they're in yeah. um speaking speaking of that i mean chris paul like, like you guys said he has to take that shot multiple layups that he just passed up um you know just got to make better decisions if he's going to be in the game at the end of the game he needs to be aggressive because he would only be in to juice the offense right he's obviously not going to Add a ton of defensive value outside of getting a few steals here and there, but late in games, you don't expect teams to just turn the ball over. So it's more so about being able to guard your man and rotate and roll and rebound. And he ain't going to be out there for that. So you got to be able to add value to the offense, take care of the ball first yeah. and foremost, and take shots that are available to you and make those shots, which he did zero out of those three um at the end of the game. And Andrew- Wait,
2: one, one last point on on. Chris, just because I, I need to state this. He has the opportunity to push the ball mm-hmm. and he goes slow. Mm-hmm. There is, I don't know why he hasn't found that balance. Cause once again, if it was against us, he would have been taken <laughs> off, you know, but there, there were opportunities in this game, even late. Go. Wow. And you mm-hmm. can see Kerr on the sidelines saying, go, go. And he's just <laughs> letting them get set up. And it's like, no, we had them beat. And you are holding us back right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he's got to find that balance. And I just need him to hurry up and do that. But go ahead. Let's tap into others that may have <laughs> yeah. been a bit in this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to CB3, I think it's become more and more clear as the season has gone on that he's not a 30-minute-a-game guy anymore. His role in this team, at least in my opinion, should be to settle down the offense when he comes in. And then for the majority of the game, they are playing that traditional Warrior style. But in this particular game, when you know Steph and Clay aren't here to push the pace and play with that speed and stuff like that, you know, all right, I got to pick up the pace myself. I got to kind of do a little bit more of a Steph impression in my own way, especially when you have, you know, the advantage on the team, like the Timberwolves who have so much size and stuff inside, like you need to be able to take advantage of those transition opportunities.